You're listening to the Rob Review Podcast. Evan Rob and Laura Rob share their thoughts and opinions on teaching, learning, and leadership. And now, the Rob Review Podcast with Evan and Laura. This is Evan Rob, and I am joined today with Laura Rob. Laura, welcome. Well, it's a pleasure to be here again with you, Evan. Excited to be able to spend some time together. Of course, this is the Rob Review podcast where Laura and I share some of our thoughts, opinions, and ideas about education. And today we're going to talk about professional learning versus staff development. And Laura, you're going to help explain, and I know that you're, um, you're passionate that there is a difference between professional learning and staff development. But what I can say before you define it, my experiences when I was a teacher were all about staff development. They were not about professional learning. So first question for you, Laura, is just help us have an understanding of the difference between professional learning and staff development. I'll start with staff development. Uh, Staff development, uh, the word development really is uh, the key for me. It's like somebody uh, giving you information that will develop you. It it doesn't happen frequently. It could uh, happen uh, by bringing in a speaker um, two or three times a year, once a year. Um, And usually that's the end of it. I think that some people hope that we'll talk about it, but I don't see great investment in staff development on the part of teachers and administrators. I think it's just something they feel they have to do. It, it's very flat, um, and it's not infused with passion and motivation uh, and perseverance, which... Well, I would say that you know to have passion and motivation and a desire to persevere, that there has to be relevancy. Uh, and, you know, I know that I experienced at times when I was a teacher staff development where I attended something, but it, it had no relevance to me, uh, nor was there an expectation that I would practice what I learned or infuse what I learned in any way into my teaching. I agree, Evan. It was more uh, of a requirement, but uh, professional learning is is amazing. And there are many aspects to it, as you and I have talked about. You can have the kind of professional learning where the principal uh, brings in a long-term consultant who comes uh, once a month for eight to 10 months, uh, works intensively with teachers in an active learning workshop. Uh, There's debriefing at the end of each workshop. The principal is having pre-discussions with the consultant to make sure that the information is relevant, that teachers are ready for the information. And the principal is also sharing some of the um, elements of putting into practice what the teachers practiced with the consultant. Yeah, I can absolutely connect to that. Um, I have done something very, very similar in my building. I'm in the second year right now working with a consultant on differentiating instruction within the school. So we are able to provide professional learning opportunities for staff at the building. So instead of sending one person to a conference uh, and doing something that, you know, I've certainly made clear I'm not a big fan of, which is a train-the-trainer model, we create learning opportunities that are designed for us, meaning the staff within my building. Um, And actually, you know, I certainly do meet with a consultant before uh, the sessions occur, but also I have a team of two other teachers along with myself. And we 
work with the consultant together. So it's not just me. I want faculty representation also working with the consultant to make sure that what is created has meaning for our staff. Absolutely. And that's what professional learning is about. Notice that this is ongoing. It has meaning for your staff. And the expectation is that some of the strategies uh, for differentiating in any subject Teachers will try those strategies, and if they fall on their face, you're okay with that. They'll pick themselves up and use the information to improve. They might work it through with a colleague, but it's something that is continual and ongoing. Yeah, I will add that, you know, and, and uh, you know, I like your, your saying about falling on, on their face. I mean, no one wants to fall on their face, but I can tell you that if you want to try new things, at times, they're not always going to go right. Now, it's, in, it's important that the principal in the building create an atmosphere where people are encouraged and allowed to take intentional risks in order to improve their craft. Absolutely, and the next kind of professional learning really has everything to do with the principal as well, and that is uh, forming a personal learning network. Uh, where you are networking with educators in your school, in your district, and on Uh, social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and you're moving outside of your district. What I love about professional learning networks is every day you could be reading one to three short articles about an aspect of your craft that will help you become a better teacher and will allow you to meet the needs of every student in your class. Well, let, and let me give a, a good building level example. You know, one of the things that, that I've had some uh, really enjoy doing is working with a team of educators within my building to bring an ed camp into our school. Uh, and ed camp has allowed for exactly what you were talking, which is networking, learning from others, uh, connecting with others, and being able to expand your knowledge base and, and in turn Im- improve your craft. You know, there's another type of professional learning that I want to get some opinions on from you, and it has to do with uh, what a principal and or what a leadership team in the building can do to orchestrate professional learning when it may not be plausible to bring in a consultant, because consultants do cost money, and sometimes budgets are tight, but that is not a reason that professional learning cannot occur. So, Laura, I want you to share a little bit, because you and I have had discussions about book study and article study and how that can fit into professional learning within a building. Right, and I would add TED Talks and watching YouTube videos. Um, I like that those kinds of professional development to be multimedia, and you can also um, interact with a very famous consultant by watching uh, his or her TED Talk or um, a presentation of active learning uh, on YouTube and their comments on it. But book studies and article studies are great. And I know you do this, Evan, and I think it's crucial. You participate in them, you read, you discuss, you're a member of the group, and you're sending the powerful message to your teachers that professional learning matters for everyone, including me, the principal, and other administrators in the building. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, Laura. You know, in fact, I'll make a declarative statement right now, which is principals who do not attend professional development with their staff, who do not engage with their staff in the case of a book study or an article study, are not going to be effective principals. Have to make that connection, and you need to demonstrate to staff that you, too, are a learner. 
Now, book studies, I can talk very briefly about that, Laura. You know, I've been doing that for several years within my building, and, and they're great. You know, you can coordinate a book study with initiatives that your building is working on, and it can create a year-long focus. What I, I have found, uh, it, it's really quite simple, is, you know, once the books are in hand, um, sit down with a group of faculty members and grid out uh, the book into sections, and then provide opportunities, and, and Google Docs is a way, or Google Classroom is, is a way also, for questions to be available for staff and people to have the opportunity to uh, respond to those questions. But of course, uh, the principal must also be part of that discussion and, and re be responding also with staff. Absolutely. And the beauty of that kind of professional learning, as well as personal uh, learning networks, is you can do it on your time. Uh, you can read the, uh, the chapters, you can mull over them, you can reflect on them, you can even do some rereading, uh, and you usually have two weeks to do it. Then the conversation begins. And that's one other point I want to make, is the more conversations, the more interactions administrators and staff have with professional materials, the better they become in the classroom. Yeah, you know, an improving craft is something that is very important. Well, you know, one of the things that frustrates me at times in education is people who may at times believe that they don't need to change or that the way that they do it uh, is fine because they've always done it that way before. And Laura, you know, I've, told, I've said this to you before when we've been in non-recording mode, but you and I both know that if one of us needs to go to a medical doctor and we need attention, and we have two doctors to choose from. One doctor who is incredibly current on all the uh, methodologies in terms of attacking and working with the particular thing that we would need to see a doctor for, and another doctor who practices medicine exactly the same way he practiced medicine 20 years ago. You know, when I ask that question, I don't need to ask you what the answer is, Laura, because you know what the answer is. Uh, but it certainly should make people pause when we think about teachers who are permissed or, or um, glorified for teaching the way that they taught a long time ago still today. I couldn't agree more, Evan. And, you know, we live in a world that is constantly changing. And, you know, because I've been teaching so long, I have a long view of 40-plus years. Um, and the 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 families and students that I taught in my first five years of teaching are totally different. I didn't have the technology available then that we have now. And if you don't keep current, you're cheating the children for their futures. And one way to keep current is to invest in professional learning. So Laura, as we've talked about today, that's coordinated professional learning for an entire school or building-led professional learning where faculty groups uh, can lead book studies or article studies within the building. All of it about improving craft and understanding that in order to get better, you have to continue and see yourself as a learner. And I would add personal learning net networks, and I would say I want all of them together all year long. Thank you so much, Laura. So Laura, thanks for spending some time today talking with, with me for the Rob Review Podcast. Join us next time for the Rob Review Podcast. Thank you, Laura. It's a pleasure, and it's a, one of my topics now that I have become very passionate about. Laura, there are dozens of topics that you are very <laughs> passionate about, but uh, this is certainly one um, that you are passionate about. Thank you so much, Laura. We hope you enjoyed the Rob Review Podcast. Check out our blogs at therobreviewblog.com and tell a friend. Thanks again, and see you next time.